0: the fall guy only in theaters may 3rd read it pg-13
1: happy easter jazz fans it's time to get excited for your jazz game rewind hey jazz fans this is dante exome this is your jazz game rewind hey jazz fans i'm connor varney and this is your jazz game rewind Tonight, the Jazz traveled to Minnesota for an Easter bout with the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they tamed the T-Wolves 121-97. And this was a big game because these two teams are jostling for playoff position in the West. So how would the Jazz do it? Well, in the first half, the game was pretty close. The score after one was 28 to 26 in favor of the Jazz. In the second quarter, the Jazz outscored the Wolves by nine, and they took a nice lead into halftime of 11 points. And in the second half, they kept pouring on the attack, outscoring them in the second half by an additional 13 points for their nice 24-point win. So how'd the Jazz do it tonight? Well, it was an absolutely team- centric attack every player played their role and frankly they played it well as a whole the jazz shot 60 percent from the floor and 39 percent from three 11 of 28 which is just tremendous efficiency to see now if we delve into the starters numbers joe ingles had a quiet game but he also had nine assists to go along with his five points Rudy Gobert, who many think should be the defensive player of the year, had six points, 13 rebounds, and four blocks. Another mo- massive performance from the big Frenchman. Derek did the team some favors tonight. He had 16 points on six of nine shots. And Donovan Mitchell actually had a really nice game. Now, he only had 21 points, which for him isn't the flashiest total, but he did it on 67% shooting. Now, Donovan has been great, but he hasn't had that efficient of a game since February 2nd. So it's great to see him doing that. But now that leads us to our player of the game, and that's former Timberwolf Ricky Rubio. Rubio finished with 23 points, seven rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block, absolutely stuffing the stat sheet. And he made five of six from downtown. He was huge for the Jazz, and he led the attack all night long. Let's listen to some of the highlights.
0: Ingalls to the elbow to Ricky, who scores the three. Ingalls' wide open look decides to go back to Rubio for three. Ricky's got the hot hand. How do you hit the underside of the rim on the three and have it crawl over and bounce in? And Rubio, four three-pointers in the quarter with that make right there. Ricky around the screen, the favors. Ricky in the paint, has to give it up. Three-pointer on the way, and good! And that is Mitchell. Shot missed on the offensive end. And that was... And then the rebound and the alley-oop down by favors.
1: Now we talked about the starters, but like I said, it was a balanced attack. The bench was phenomenal as well. Royce O'Neal came in and played solid as he always does. Four points, five rebounds, three assists from him to go along with a steal. Jay Crowder had 10 points. Dante Exum, to follow up his fantastic performance against Memphis, had 14 points on four of six shooting. He had five assists and three rebounds as well. And Jonas Jarebko had 13 points on five of six shooting. Absolutely fantastic efficiency from the bench tonight.
0: The Jazz steal the basketball, bounce pass on the break, and it was Mitchell to Royce O'Neal for the throwdown and a big-time dunk on the play. But it's still 90-74 to as the Jazz continue to lead in this one. And they also shoot well, 60.7% from the floor. That shot is not going to hurt anything by Jerebko as he hits a three. Rebound off to Jerebko. Jonas Jerebko, left-hander goes to the rim and he scores off
1: the glass. And now it's time to get into what's really important, and that's the playoff picture. So let's take a look at what today's games did to that. So we got to start with some of the results from today. Earlier in the day, the Clippers lost to the Pacers, and this is big because the Clippers were at home and they were up 15 points at one point in this game, but the Pacers pulled it out, so that makes it pretty difficult for the Clippers to creep back in the playoff picture. In other news, the Spurs beat the Rockets by 17, holding them to just 83 points, giving the Spurs a much-needed win, and that keeps the Spurs in the four seed. Now obviously, the Jazz beat the Wolves, which is a tremendous victory, but also, the Thunder beat the Pelicans. So that puts the Thunder at 45-33 and 33, and the Pelicans at 43-34. and 34. So how does that look in the standings? Well, let me help you out. So right now in the four seed, the Spurs are there with a 45-32 record. Right behind them in fifth is the Oklahoma City Thunder at 45-33. In sixth is your Utah Jazz 44-33. Seven is the Minnesota Timberwolves and then eight is the New Orleans Pelicans. Denver is at the nine seed right now. They're currently in the middle of a game against the Bucs, and they lead by 11 right now, so they might win that one. But still, they're a game back of the Pelicans. The Clippers today went to 41-36, and 36, putting them two games back of the eighth seed. That is your playoff update. Now, the Jazz Next contest comes against the Los Angeles Lakers, and that's going to be on Tuesday night, here in Utah. Get your tickets today. Go to UtahJazz.com to get yours. Also, if you need more coverage of this game or any other jazz game, go to LockedOnJazz.net and David Locke will have you covered. But that about wraps it up for me today. I am Connor Varney. Thanks for tuning in and happy Easter.